Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today's guest reached out to us, and we've been trying to work out a schedule. It was kind of a, it was a little difficult because it just wasn't lining up, but we finally got them on. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you guys, Gazit Chayan. Did I say that correctly? Perfect. Chaya, Chaya, I think it, right? Okay. Yeah, you did it. Okay, okay. awesome. So would well, you like to... Uh, yeah, <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself further a little bit? Yeah, I'm Gazit Chaya Nikosi, um, and I just uh, am so excited, like I mentioned a minute ago, that you all are connecting with people to share their stories. I love that. I think there is nothing um, other than paranormal in the world. I think everything is paranormal. <laughs> so I'm so excited um, that you all are given space for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that's one of the things that, that we try and do on this show is we, we know people have had their experiences and have been, you know, labeled maybe certain things. And we're here to uh, judgment-free zone, listen to, to what your experiences have been. And I am super excited to hear about uh, this one uh, uh, experience that you had in particular. Uh, but the one question that we always kind of get the ball rolling with is... Um, what was your very first paranormal experience that you can remember? So I'm not exactly sure. I know that I've always been a big believer in everything that I was told was make-believe. Um, and I was an extremely imaginative kid. So I would do like, and I was also really um, a loner. So I would do hours of imaginative play where I was time traveling. And now when I look back, I think maybe I was time traveling because um, later in life and like regularly now, I have things where I see a street um, from a different time period in my life, like a certain, like it just is almost like I'm driving down a street or like see a corner. And I just consider them like, the multiple like timelines there's just like glitches and I'm like mm -hmm. back on those timelines momentarily so I think I was time traveling as a little kid and just the only framework was that I was imagining but I think maybe I really was but then um when I was 35 mm -hmm. I started seeing um spirits like people who have passed on Mm -hmm. um, and I could hear them talking. And I also started seeing what looked like um, pillars of light, which is I just decided they were angels. That's the cl closest thing. They were two distinctly different things, but it was the same chunk of time about almost a year that I was seeing just spirits and angels everywhere, um, thousands of them. And I could hear them talking and they would ask me for stuff and I would I would talk to them sometimes, but my partner at the time was really freaked out by it. And so I asked them to stop. And that's like one of the saddest um, yeah. things is that they did because all of these things are really, really respectful. And um, they went away and they haven't come back, even though I've been like, never mind. I would love for you to come back. Please come back. So we'll see. Maybe at some point they will, but. 
what kind of feelings did you get? For I mean, I I feel like there's been certain experiences, like or if I had seen those things, like my my feeling would be fear. But did you mm. have fear? Did they just kind of feel good? Like, what was your experience? Yeah, those things? there was. I would say I it was the opposite of fear. I tend to be an anxious person, so I think fear is kind of my baseline. But whenever I've interacted with anything like quote unquote paranormal, I have felt like 100% at ease, just so relaxed and like solid footed. Like I feel like I'm on much more solid ground when I can see the paranormal stuff because it I I feel like it is so real to me that to see it just makes my whole self calm down. But I actually, um, just as we're talking, I realized that I, I had a near-death experience that was very paranormal when I was 22. So that was before I was 35. <laughs> kind of timelines, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I also had an um, NDE. But every, um, I've, I also saw a fairy when I was a teenager. So every single time I've had any paranormal anything, I have felt really supported and loved and calm and I've never had any negative energy. Some of the spirits during that time period were persistent to the point of like, I'd be like, listen, I'm at work. Like I'm doing something right now. I can't like solve this problem for you. Like sometimes they would bicker amongst each other (laughs) and I'd be like, you need, I'm trying to concentrate. Like, can you just like go somewhere else and talk or like they wanted me to get involved a lot of the times. So it could, it got too annoying sometimes or just like inconvenient. Yeah. But never scary. That's good. So it's funny that, well, I can relate to the anxiety. Uh, being <laughs> anxious is, uh, you know, it's there. Our baseline yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, try to keep it under control, but sometimes it's, it's a little difficult, but, uh, it's funny that you mentioned an NDE because we were just, we just had an episode of chat where we like, uh, we're asking chat, uh, GPT for, um, for, um, topics and, uh, NDE was one that came up and we're like, you know what? I don't think we've ever spoken with anybody who's had an NDE. (laughs) Perfect. So then apparently you reached out. That wasn't right, one yeah. of the things that you talked to us about yeah. on the emails, <laughs> but here you are. So can we talk yeah. a little bit about your NDE? Yeah, it was so awesome. I have had two experiences that are, the one was I was definitely dead, but the other one I was like, close to it and both were so just my my two favorite experiences of my life so the first one when I was 22 I overdosed um after coming out to my family um and I come from a really conservative religious family so the consensus was that I was gonna go to like an inpatient hospital where they were gonna try to do um conversion therapy to you know get me to be how they wanted me to be and I just was I couldn't. um, And I felt so sorry, because I felt like I was a problem. Um, And so the only option I could come up with at that point was just to be done. And so I overdosed and um, I was uh, unconscious for 11 hours before um, my sister made a phone call, my friends came over, they broke into my apartment. And they like, 
took me to the hospital, but the hospital couldn't pump my stomach or anything because everything had been absorbed. So they just gave me charcoal and were like, we're not sure what's going to happen. Wow. Um, and I was fine. Um, I think I have some like brain damage um, from it, but um, I, I lived and it was one of those things where like the two and two didn't really add up. Um, and in my like what happened in my experience was that I was in complete blackness, which is a lot of people talk about being like walking towards a really bright light. It was the opposite of that. For me, it was like complete darkness, but it was extremely like womb-like, like ultra, ultra safe and like so expansive and vast and it was just like pure like that like if someone had said is anything wrong I would have been like what is the meaning of the word wrong like it was like there was no capacity for anything to be bad it was like it was like if there was the like yin yang there was like only goodness there was no it was just incredible and it was huge and I was like everything everywhere like that that like oneness experience that people talk about and it was there was no like guilt or shame there was no fear um it was just perfect yeah it was so amazing and I loved it so much and then it was like you know, when they have in movies, like someone gets like yanked out of like a vortex or something. Yeah. It was like that I was just like suddenly yanked out of it. And I could hear the beeping of the emergency room and the flashing light. And I was gagging on the charcoal as they yeah. were like pouring it into my mouth. And it was gritty and just like glaring. And it was the just total opposite. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah. And I was vehemently angry for like two years at least um that I had come back just bitter like I was just so upset because it was so great (laughs) yeah I'm I'm glad that oh sorry I was just gonna say (laughs) go ahead (laughs) I I was just gonna say quickly uh that I appreciate your honesty with that because I don't I don't feel like I don't know. I feel like people are like, yeah, I had an NDE. I saw all these wonderful things and like, that's it. But I don't think anyone really talked like, cause I, yeah, I personally feel like if I had found or was in this moment of like, just complete and utter peace, I'd be fucking pissed to come back to, yeah. to earth, you know, kind of thing. Um, you know, especially having to deal with what, what you were dealing with even more so. So I, you know, I, yeah, I, I appreciate that honesty as far as like, it, it took a while, you know, to, to kind of get back. Yeah. And to, to be fair, like, um, I still would prefer to be there. Like I'm not like, I really appreciate that I've done a lot of work and I've grown a lot and I don't struggle with suicidal ideation anymore. But if I was given like a choice where no one would be harmed and it would be like, I have a kid now, so I would never want to do that to him. But if I could like just take us all there, I would, it was, it, it was so, it was just amazing. And way better than here yeah yeah I can imagine. and I, I 
typically don't like we, don't, we typically don't like to make this podcast political or anything, but because of what this month represents, um, I, I don't. I think this might come out until next month. But when we're recording this, this is June, and I'm. I feel like I'm sorry for what you went through. Uh, I know some people who are going through similar things, mm. and I know it can be difficult, um, even though they don't express it. Um, I know, or I, I, I can empathize with. Like I, I may never go through it, but I can only feel for what they may be going through and you know i just you know want you to know that like we see you we know and we appreciate you we accept you and and we love you um so uh i hope i like i wish nobody had to go through that and it's just i've been seeing a lot of hate recently and it just it makes me angry and it makes me so sad and i'm hold on give me a second (laughs) and give you a big hug I love your sweet, sweet heart. Thank you so much. He has the sweetest heart. <laughs> He's a big old teddy bear. It is painful and it's worth grieving because it's the only people group who's oppressed with the message of you're doing something wrong, which is another layer that just is really hard. I mean, there is a lot of oppression in this world. There's a lot of violence and I really, you know, I'm concerned about all of that, but I also know that queer people get the message. It's your fault. You've done something wrong. You're sick. And that's what I want people to know is you are not the problem. This system that says there's something wrong with you was invented only recently. And indigenous cultures really deeply respected queer folks for what they have to offer as spiritual guides, because Queer folks see outside of the culture and outside of the rules and outside of the dogma and they choose authenticity. And that's really liberating for all of us because we all want authenticity. So it is a big part of my heart and I really appreciate everything you just said because, you know, love is so much more powerful than any of this hate. And the hate is really, you know, people lashing out because when they see someone being authentic, it makes them have to look at their own selves and say, I'm not letting myself be authentic. And how dare you point that out to me? We all have to live in these little tiny restricted boxes, you know? And yeah. So, well so said. I, and so again, I apologize for going there or, you know, and, and just being so emotional about it, but it's just, like I said, I've been seeing so much of it lately and, and, literally last night i think i spent two hours unfortunately on facebook Mm. because some incident happened here in our in our own city and just how much you know there was a lot of people supportive people but there was a lot of hate as well and it just Mm. um it hurt me so much and made me so angry and just feel impotent because there's like i feel like there isn't anything i can do like physically or just go out and do like i feel like there's nothing i can go out and do to to help stop this kind of kind of stuff but i i have this platform and and you know i know maybe not everybody agrees and like i said i we usually don't try and do this but i just it you know hearing your story and what you just said on top of what i was reading and seeing yesterday just you know I just felt like I needed to say something because like I said, I just, 
I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everybody. And I, I just wish everybody could just be happy, live in peace and, and love each other. And, and just, and if you don't agree, just leave it Mind be like business. that. It's not, it's not <laughs> your business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So thank you. thank you. Well, and you know, we're here talking about paranormal stuff and all paranormal is based off of energy. Right. And so I imagine both of you really know and understand how powerful our energy is and you putting that message out through the frequency of your tears and your heartache is super powerful. And so please don't underestimate, you know, the impact that you're making just with your thoughts and your words and your, your heart. Um, you can do a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Sorry. So the other thing that I had wanted to say earlier was, what it also sounded to me like was like you were being born again, mm. like, you know, cause you're like, cause a baby is in the womb. It's in mm -hmm. this dark comforting place where all it hears is its mother's. Well, it hears it's, it's surroundings, right? But it, it hears its mother's okay. heartbeat and, you know, and then eventually it's sucked into a vortex and out <laughs> this body and lights and screaming and angry and scared and, you know, back into this or into this world for the first time, or maybe not the first time, but, uh, you know, and so like when you were describing that, that like, it just sounded to me like you were being born again, yeah. but just as an adult, you know, I love that because actually the second NDE was when I was giving birth to my kiddo. Oh, wow. And I was, um, like going in and out of consciousness, but it was like, uh, also I felt really like a euphoric, like ecstasy almost. Um, and there was, um, our doula had told us a doula is like a birth support person. That's not like the medical professional. She had told us that there was such a thing as orgasmic labor. And I right. was like, yeah, right. Right. But, um, I, I had it for like 10 hours. Oh, and geez. yeah, I was like, I felt like, again, super big, super expansive. This time it was not black. It was like, um, like I was right, like floating around a nebula. You know how nebulas look? They're like got those pinks and blues and yeah. greens. And it's like big, vast space around it. It was like I was a nebula and like also everything in all directions and like so powerful again and expansive and I feel like my kid gave me that glimpse like it was almost like I got to be in his reality like that pre-birth mm. reality before he came through and that was amazing like wow. that was like and that feeling um, is easier to like connect back to because maybe because I was like conscious mm -hmm. during it. Um, and so I can like call up that image and I feel it. I feel like bigger and mm -hmm. like incredibly powerful and like spectacular, like creator energy. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think anybody that creates human life, 
with their own bodies is like already just a fucking amazing human being you know what i mean so yeah to to have that experience on top of it like i wish everybody had that you know I like know. you just created human life and now you get to experience you know that so but that's i'm glad that also that you have that to kind of call back to or or go back to 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 Me make yourself too. feel just big and and yeah that's Thank that's you. awesome yeah yeah, I just want, like, I wish I could give people, like, even a teaspoonful of how both of those experiences felt, because then no one would be afraid of dying. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so much of the violence on the planet is a reaction to, like, fear of dying, ultimately, because we're trying yeah. to, like, be powerful or strong or healthy or rich to, like, avoid dying, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if we knew that it's, like, amazing then maybe we would be more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and just be able to to live your life and not have that, like, fear of of death. Like, I, I think, yeah, like... Like, if it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and obviously, and it's not just, like, I, I kind of struggle with this, too. It's like, obviously, like, I want to live a full life, <laughs> love my family. I don't want them to hurt. But, yeah, I can I can imagine, like, the whole, like trying not to be afraid of death but i feel like that goes against like our human like mm. instinct you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like hard to but I, I i would think that or at least the longer that i have studied i guess you know paranormal and like the afterlife mm -hmm. and and things that i've heard from people who have had ndes and you know things like that or have talked to spirit and it's not nearly as bad as uh or we shouldn't be as fearful, I guess. Um, yeah. But yes, unfortunately, yes, there is pain that gets left behind to, to those who are also left behind. But mm. um, And that, too, is like, I wish I could also say to people, like, hey, they don't go anywhere. They just, like, change forms. And yeah. they're, like, actually far more available to you in spirit form and way more helpful and have less of their, like, bullshit human issues yeah. to um sort through so they can be of like way better support to you after um but yeah this world is pretty attached to the 3d yeah michelle and i have already talked about that you know whoever goes first is gonna haunt the other one nice. uh so <laughs> i i saw this video recently where uh they they were talking about how you know how sometimes well i used to do this uh, when people turn off the light and then they start running up the stairs because they're like afraid something's gonna oh, get yeah. them, whatever. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna be that thing chasing Michelle up the stairs oh, when she gosh. turns off the lights. <laughs> You're gonna be turning off oh, the light. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have stairs, so jokes on you. All right. Well, I'm gonna chase you down the hallway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's 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 yeah. That's still scary. <laughs> Um, I just want to offer to any of your listeners or to you, um, like the best book I've ever read on NDEs is by this guy named Eben Alexander. Um, and it is called Proof of Heaven. And the way he described it was also he had a blackness before he went to like different levels of afterlife. Um, but his book is really cool because he was a neurosurgeon. So he writes about it from a like super 3D perspective and it's yeah. awesome. Those are my favorite too. When people who you think are, or you would assume like, yeah, let's say doctors, police officers, like 
people in the military kind of thing that are very like straightforward when they're like, no, there's something else to this. Like whether our science knows how to get there or not, that's a different story, but uh, something is happening and they're trying to figure out what, what those, what those some things are. So, okay. Yeah. I need to check that book out. For yeah, sure. it's, it's a good read. Well, I know that you also had uh, another life-changing experience with um, some ETs that I am excited to hear about. Um, and very curious. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll just <laughs> listen, but I, I have some questions, but we'll see how, um, what your experience is like. Yeah, for sure. Um, so like I said in the beginning, I always really believed in ETs and like, I was obsessed with ET, the movie, of course, and then contact I was also obsessed with. Um, and I just was sure that they were around. And after I had the um, time period where I could see all of the angels and spirits, I was like reading a lot about paranormal normal stuff at that time to try to understand what was happening. And I, a lot of people who see those things also see ETs. So I was trying to learn more about like how to, um, basically have a visit with an ET and so I had stumbled across something that said like do this certain meditation um, and ask them just say like I'd love to meet you like if you'd be willing to come I would love that so I have been doing that for like I don't know a couple of weeks maybe and one night um just right in this actually they were right in this corner where I'm sitting right now uh-huh. um they just came and they were so cool. And I was so <laughs> excited because I had been waiting. And yeah. a lot of times they come like when people are sleeping. Um, probably we have like less logical like differences or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of expecting it um, to be when I was sleeping. And um, so I was just like, hi, like, oh my gosh. And I was so excited. And we just were talking telepathically. And I think I was kind of like a little kid who like meets a superhero or something, you know, I was just like, asking like, Oh, can I come up to your ship? Can I talk? Like, I want to see everything. Like, let's go do something. And they were just like, super chill. And they were like, (laughs) no, not right now. And (laughs) they just left. And it was like, so positive. And they had the, like, very stereotypical form of, like, you know, little gray body. Like, they had four fingers that had, like, these cute little, like, sucker pad almost things on them. Um, And, like, I don't really, I don't think they had a mouth. Um, But they were tiny. And they were just, like, super cute and very, very 100% friendly vibe. Like I didn't have an ounce of fear. I just mostly was like, oh, let's do all these things. Like I was like, so ready to be like, yay. And then they were just like, no friend. And they just left. (laughs) And then they didn't come back. Or do you want to ask any questions about just that time period of it? What? Eric, go ahead, Eric. No, the only thing that I wanted to say was like uh, we've been hearing a lot about a lot of alien stuff going on or like extraterrestrial UFO stuff going on recently. Yeah. Uh, and I and I was watching um, it's this YouTube channel. It's a political YouTube channel. They were talking about because there's this I forget his name is David something. Yeah, yeah, the whistleblower yeah. that's going to be going before Congress. Yeah. They were talking about him, 
And they like one of the guys mentioned how, yes, he believes in aliens because how can we be the only living things in mm-hmm. the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. But what he also said was, I also don't think they would come here because why would they come here? But I also think that I, I, I understand what he's saying. Like, why would they come to like a more primitive planet? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, whatever. But I also feel like, well, there are people who are trying to open their minds more to those kinds of experiences or just open their minds more. And I feel like those are the people who they may want to come and speak to because you're opening yourself up to try and communicate with them or have an experience with them. So I just have to tell you, um, my door was closed. I heard my it door, squeak. Yeah, open. my door just opened. Yeah. So like, hey, what's no. up? Whoever just came in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it literally you said it was in that corner too, right? Yeah. Saying, yeah. While you were saying open. Yeah. It opened. I yeah. No. I heard. I heard a little like a it's like yeah, a doorknob. Like door yeah. yeah. What's up, people? <laughs> I'm getting full body chills. Yeah, me too. Oh man, it's all good. Well, it's totally good vibes. Because there are, you know, I don't know how far down this rabbit hole you all are, but the Galactic Federation has been invested in Earth and Earthlings for a long time. And, like, we have incredible resources here. And we, like, we're a part of evolution. We have a lot of technology within our bodies, even. And, like, I don't know, have you gone down the Anunnaki, like, rabbit hole? Like, have we heard of about it maybe here and there but i don't think we've ever like i i know i know that i guess the, you've heard the, the word those, yes but never yeah so the anunnaki or, was supposedly like an et society from a different planet that needed gold um to play a role in their protective ozone and they came to earth and like created us um as a hybrid species to like mine for gold basically mm-hmm. Um, and there's a ton, a ton of fascinating, like, evidence, um, archaeological evidence to support that. Um, but no matter, like, what you believe, yeah, these whistleblowers are, like, especially this last guy, um, is so important because there has been more than enough evidence for, uh, since the 50s, for sure, mm-hmm. um, to say without a shadow of a doubt there are ETs among us and actively like coming and trying to um you know definitely my understanding from mine is that they are actively uh playing a role in the what's it called the um the bad bombs what are they called um nuclear yeah, the nuclear Oops. weapons. So they are stationed at all of the nuclear weapon sites and they intervene um, as needed and they won't let them go off because it will threaten multiple galaxies um, if that happens. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it just, for me, I I have no shadow of a doubt because you know, after this experience, like I dug even more into it. And the number of people who have had experience in the like, the evidence is just endless, especially military and the military is admitting it now. So it's like, if the United States military is saying that there are ETs, then there's the ETs. (laughs) Yeah. And I definitely want to, because we're doing a deep dive soon. And I want to talk a little bit more about this then, but I do know that a lot of people like are 
saying that this man is credible, like uh, like all the oh, experience yeah. that he has and everything. So it's not something that people should just like immediately dismiss. Like there is something to what he is saying. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look up. Um, let me get his name. There's a guy who is really involved in the military stuff. Um, and he is like, I believe he is Dr. Stephen Greer. Oh yeah. Have you heard of him? Yes. Yeah. yeah he's like, uh, has had, um, tons of, um, what do they call it? Like proven, verified, uh, documents from the government and the military. Um, and he's, he's, it's been his life's work and, um, you know, this, this recent guy is just, um, from very high security clearance you know all of it is really documented so and uh, like uh, we're at least from what i've heard well one thing is like he's got more to lose than he does to gain from from coming out with this stuff but the other thing too is like he went to uh, i believe congress and was like hey this is what i'm gonna share do i have permission to share it and they're like yeah none of it's classified or like it wasn't going to threaten, I guess, like our security, basically. So it wasn't a security threat. So they're like, yeah, sure, share it. But it's like, so if well, they're letting us. And not too long ago, there had just been um, something passed in Congress that said they would protect people who were coming forward with this specific yeah. information about non-human entities. So that was a real part of why he was able to do that. Yeah, uh, We may have to move on from this topic because, Michelle, you're getting really robotic. Really? On my end, yes. it's perfectly fine. No, you're really bad. Like, you sound, at least from on my end, I'm hearing you really robotic. Maybe it's your internet. It's um, um it's also on my end. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, should we... Do you want me to turn off my video? Would that help? No, think... this shouldn't be happening. And this it always happened. happens when we start talking about aliens. You know what I was going to say? It's because they're here. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's electronic interference. Well, let's just ask them. If they would mind helping us. So you don't have to do it. I'll do it. So I, I think Michelle just froze now. I don't no, know if she I'm, can even hear us I'm, anymore. I can. I can. Yeah, that's okay. I'm Let here. me just talk to them for a minute. So friends, I just really appreciate you being here. I know that we're talking about these things and we want to do it for the greater good and to be of benefit and support to the bigger project. And uh, if we could have your support for the electronics, we really appreciate it. And of course, if you'd rather us just pause that's no problem too but if you're willing to let us have this conversation we'd really appreciate it oh i think we just lost michelle okay let's see if she can come back yeah hopefully because we i hope we didn't just lose all the the whole thing because she was on recording it's okay you know i i really believe everything happens for a reason and i trust the ETs and the spirit world far more than I trust my limited understanding. So yeah. I think it's, it's all for the good. Yeah. Um, it happened to us. We were talking to this other lady who was talking about her husband, who I believe uh, we also mentioned the government. There you go. And, uh, and how we, we I, th- I believe I'm pretty sure we mentioned the government that time too. And we were talking about different species of aliens and, 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 but that time I believe it was on her end that everything started getting kind of wonky. And uh, yeah, it was, it's so this really isn't the first time. a common way for any paranormal entity to interfere, right? Is through tech, because I think that they understand the tech, like yeah. maybe more than they even do like our thinking process. Like, mm-hmm. 
So it makes sense. Like, it's so validating, right? That, like, everything is being surveilled. Like, everyone's paying attention. Like, I was thinking about the words omniscience and omnipotence. Mm -hmm. Um, The other day, I don't know if you have any religious background. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I was in, like, a basically evangelical christian cult type Mm. of a situation and um we talked a lot about those names of god like omniscience omniscience is Mm all-knowing right omnipotence is all-powerful omnipresent is present in all places and all times um we'll just you know it's up to them Yeah. (laughs) yeah they're fun um but I think that those words apply to all paranormal stuff, mm-hmm. that it is everywhere all at once and kn- knows everything. And I think it's really easy to get kind of like sidetracked because we are wired to be fear-based just as a survival instinct. It's really easy to get sidetracked into the like, oh, the government's doing this. And like, there's like reptilian, you know, forces that are coming to get us or whatever. And it's like, okay, there's that story and there's the, like, everything connected, all-knowing, all-powerful, like, all-positive, all-beautiful, like, reality also. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we could take those two worlds, the, like, you know, angel, like, reincarnation, like, everything happens for a reason, it's all for evolution and personal growth camp, and the, like, the government is plotting against us and the reptilians are coming to get us camp. If we could get those two camps together and like calm the nervous systems of the people who are freaking out about all the conspiracy theories and like give them a little bit of the like love and light and give the love and light folks like a little bit of like, and we're also doing like a human video game this time. So like care about other people and logistics and like, you know, like Mm. each one of those groups has something to benefit from the other but um it you know it's tempting to get into the like conspiracy theory but you know yeah they're definitely fun right uh but sometimes you do kind of just have to reel yourself back a little bit because then you can get too you know out there so when people start getting scared and not living their lives mm-hmm. and that is you know i really do think that we signed up for this yeah um and that this meaning being a human like having arguments with our partners and like um you know cleaning toilets and like worrying if we're going to be able to pay our rent like i think that is literally what we wanted to spend this time doing and so if we can try to like have a little lightness of spirit about it and be like, yeah, this is the game. Like here's, mm-hmm. this is the, yeah, the version that we signed up for. That's yeah. always tough too, especially when like maybe things aren't necessarily going our way. You're like, why, why did I agree to this? But I mean, that's where the lessons are learned. Yeah. So uh, fortunately it's necessary, necessary evil. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of the, this is jumping ahead in the story a little bit, but I eventually ended up connecting with a hypnotist hmm. um, 
to try to because the et came oh, yeah yeah are you fine if i just jumped yeah, yeah, back yeah. into that yeah, um ahead. so i had the et like in my room and then i didn't see them for a while and then i was just like reading everything googling everything whatever trying to figure it out and sort of nothing happened for like a year and then one day i just could tell that they were back and they were like we're just gonna hang out with you now and we'll be here all all of the time um so like you don't you won't have to see us but like as soon as you even like think of us then you'll realize that we're there and um they just were like a buddy for like I don't know a good six months just like I'd think of them and it just felt like they like put an arm around me and I could almost like feel it and they were just like you're the bestest like they were just like really friendly loving best supportive energy you could ever ask for Mm -hmm. and so I went along just like enjoying that for a while and then I started feeling a little like I was just like taking so much from them and I felt like maybe like should I ask them if they want anything from me like am I supposed to do something or like do they need anything from me so I found this hypnotist who specializes in um, ET experiences Mm -hmm. and um, so I did a session with her and I meant to try and listen to it again before we talked because I wanted to remember like some of the details it was so rad But it turns out that, like, it was amazing. But the part of it that connects with what we were just talking about is that I did um, get to see, like, me going to the um, council uh, through the, like, Galactic Federation, which, like, I'd never heard of it before. But apparently, like, almost all people who go talk to their, or, like, reflect on what happened with their ETs they they figure out that they went to like before a council and decided to come to earth Mm. as like an assignment and they accepted the assignment and like so my ET is basically like my partner and I'm an ET on like another planet (laughs) oh wow um and we have totally different forms like we don't look like they looked when they came into my room um because they just did that because that was like a familiar ET to my brain. And so they did that just to make me comfortable, but that we're more like octopus like creatures and we live on like a water planet and it's so beautiful and magical and like sort of like, you know, Winnie the Pooh's like little house and um, rabbits, like little underground and they have like big cushy chairs and like little tea parties and like fires. It's Mm -hmm. like that but in bubbles, like, underground. Oh, wow. I mean, underwater. And, like, everything is blue and green and, like, so beautiful. And you can just go anywhere in one instant. You just teleport. Like, there's actually no spaceships, which is now makes sense because they were like, no, we're not going to a spaceship because they've explained that they don't use spaceships. And, like, most of the UFOs that we see are actually just like for our benefit because they know that that's what we Mm. think you would need if you were coming or traveling but they don't actually need those and they just like do a lot of the stuff that we think is like et activity is just for our benefit like so that we think that we're not as scared basically or like confused um so they were talking about like all this technology and like 
that one of my favorite parts is that they said my name is the sound mm. that a wave makes. And I've always been obsessed with the ocean. And I have never felt like my name was right. Like this name I actually chose, but it still doesn't feel like the right name. And mm. the name my parents gave me, I used to say as a kid, like, I don't know who that person is, but it's not me. Like none of this like none of the names ever sounded right and now I'm like oh that's of course because my name is a sound it's not yeah, like yeah. Yeah. a word you know and my ET's name is an algorithm <laughs> which I think is so cool because I would never make that up like the the whole like hypnosis okay, thing yeah, I'll email it to you if you want to listen to it because just really fascinating um because it doesn't sound like me talking and all of it I'm mm. like so sure of every single answer because I'm like talking as my ET self so like every question this woman asked I was like oh don't be ridiculous like and I would just like tell her all these things and I was like she was like what is your ET's name and or or, like your partner's name or whatever I forget how she put it and I was just like oh it's an algorithm like you wouldn't wouldn't understand and I just said that so matter-of-factly and like I could I wouldn't have thought of that you know like Mm -hmm. that sounds really cool well, but it's, I it's have it. uh do you by any chance remember like the planet what it was called it didn't they didn't give me a name and i've looked everywhere that i can figure out like if anyone listening knows please tell me um i i haven't found anybody who talks about an octopus like um species although many things are written about how yeah. people think the octopus <laughs> are et's um so I don't know but we weren't like straight up octopuses like there's the only thing that has resonated for me is there's an author named um Octavia Butler have you heard of her Mm -mm. um she's like an afro futurist sci-fi incredible author like I highly recommend her books but the um there's a series that has to do with an ET um species that um comes to earth and hybridizes with um like earth humans and um there is a third um sex which is called the uloi um o-o-l-o-i and basically my et is exactly like the uloi um so i don't i don't know if like maybe she also had experiences with this um species and maybe she just wrote about it as if it was science fiction because Mm -hmm. it's very very similar and like the things that they talk about about like um technology and like interacting with people on earth and stuff are very similar to what she wrote about um but there's um I have never heard it's not any of the regular ones like Syrian or you know what are the other ones that Ple- people Pleiades say? and stuff like um, that, yeah. I can't remember. Well, Pleiades. Yeah. And, and I yeah, ask because uh, I'm trying to, yeah, I think I mentioned, or maybe I cut some of it. No, I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. It's like I actually had a reading done where she told me that I was like from this planet, that it was like a water planet, and that maybe I have this connection to water. <laughs> okay, so. That's why, yes, I, yes, that's why I was like, wait, why yes. does this sound familiar no, to me? I, I feel like not. I just heard yeah, this. So, well, that's why oh, I was asking why. you what, if you remember the planet, because when she was trying to tell me, she was like, I can't remember the planet off the top of my head, 
Um, but she supposedly, she was like recording our whole conversation. She's like, I'll text it to you when I'm done or when we're done, but I never got it. I need to reach out to her and see if she like, she could send it to me again. (gasps) But yeah, that, that, uh, she's like, you might have like a connection to water and this and that because you had, had lived like a few lives on that planet, but there, like, we're not, well, we're not human. Um, were just like in a different form she didn't I don't think she's again this is something I would have to to kind of rehear again but uh, as far as like the blues and greens the way you're describing it I remember her saying that and me saying like those are literally like my favorite colors is green like green in particular but like uh turquoises and blues like that as well and so that's why I'm like tell me more because it was very similar to some of the things that she was telling me so wow so there was um like also these really neat like tunnels but not tunnels they were more like you know in um, finding nemo when they follow the current oh yeah it was like that like how that almost looks like the current looks like almost a little tunnel you know Mm -hmm. and they like zoom in it so that's how we got around on that planet we just like whooshed between those little tunnel currenty things and then we had like inside our house was like um plants like so many plants but like land plants but because it was like a bubble it didn't have any water in it but it also had like I mean maybe I'm like filling in some gaps with my own personal information or something who knows but it also had like such a Winnie the Pooh vibe (laughs) which is like I love like I just love it it was like the coziest um and they do this thing. Did you see Avatar? Oh, uh, yeah. The oh, yeah. You know how they use connect. those, like, tail-like yeah. things to, like, oh, connect? Yeah. They do that with their – and the Uloi do this, too, in the book. They connect into your body, like, in your it's neck, like, as a, like, intimacy. Yeah. Just, uh, well, yeah, that's sort of like that. But oh, they connect yeah. with each other like mm. that. So, like, they would put their, like, tentacle-like thing on me and – Okay, this is another interesting thing um, I should show you that um, I got a tattoo Mm. of octopus. Okay. um, And uh, because I wanted to like acknowledge them and appreciate them and thank them. And as soon as I got this, I haven't seen or felt them since I got it. And I've had pain in my elbow Hmm. ever since. And I'm like, what? Did you not want me to? (laughs) Like, acknowledge you I felt sad because I felt like I was doing it as like a loving gesture to show them how much like I love them and how supported I feel like them and then so I'm really curious like what that they had to like I don't know but also this was um around the same time that I decided Mm. to like come out about this and so Mm. I've been like telling more people talking about it so I don't know maybe they were like don't necessarily broadcast it yeah. it's it's hard because i mean know. you would well yeah. yeah i don't know it's tricky because i mean yeah you would think that you want to try and get everyone kind of not on the bandwagon but like hey like it's here they're here like let's get this going but uh, yeah it, it almost seems like every time we talk about it we have internet issues too but well and, the, and another thing that was kind of kind of funny <laughs> but not funny was the same uh episode of that or on those guys that were talking about the 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 whistleblower 
they were talking about how the guy mentions how we had come into an agreement with some ETs that, you know, we weren't going to like reveal oh, their the existence uh, and then they would like protect us. And, yes. Uh, was it yeah. Valiant Thor? I think uh, it was. I'm trying to remember which. Uh, I mean, yeah, Val- Valiant Thor is one of the like conspiracy theories, but I'm trying to remember which president. Um, and it was like every, I don't know, like nine years or something, they would have to kind of like renew the contract. And so happened that that same president would always meet the current president at this specific location. And, but like on, like to the day, like every, I think nine years or something like that. So it was like, yeah, it's kind of fishy, you know, but yeah. Yeah. And what they were saying was that when, if we start to like, I have to go back and watch the video, but it was something along the lines of if people started like digging too much into this kind of stuff or like really like finding a lot of information out that they ended up getting oh. unalive. <laughs> yeah. Or that yeah. they would disappear or, you know, yeah. not. And then, and they were saying that it was, it was like an agreement that the United States had with the extraterrestrial saying like, okay, if these people start to get too like close or too involved, you're going to let, let us, you know, take care of this. Like yeah. the, the ETs take care of, you know, the situation. And then the, and they were joking like, yeah, that sounds about right for the U.S. government. But I mean, and I laughed about it because it's like, well, I mean, you know, it's but again, it's a it's a conspiracy theory. So, so like, you know. but you have to also remember that there's yeah. so many species of ETs. Mm-hmm. Like my species is not the ones who like hybridized mm-hmm. uh, humans. Um, in order to get resources from the planet like they're not that species they're like a helpful species but there's Mm -hmm. like as many kinds of people as there are on the planet there's that many species of ets from all over the universe and some of them i'm sure like have agreements with the u.s and they're giving you know these people who are in high power like certain privileges benefits technologies um for doing what they want them to do mm-hmm. but then there's also species like mine who are you know when i asked them like what is it that i'm here to do they were like it's fine you're not going to understand it like just be patient and i was yeah. like no i want to know you know and they were like it has to do with wave technology and i was like what does that mean you know and they're like exactly yeah yeah and they were like it's it's too complicated we can't even explain to you it's not worth it and so then I started of course once you know I was done with that asking everybody I know and like googling everything and there is like when you go back and look at like how the pyramids were made and like a lot of the Sumerian tablet stuff and sorry, there's a dog barking outside. It sounds like her. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Like sound is how they moved really big objects. Sound is how they healed people like sound frequency. And so interestingly, like, two years ago I was trained in this like sound frequency like nervous system regulation um treatment and I had been trying to get clients to do it with and like it never really worked out and I was just about to like quit paying for it because you kind of have to like pay to be able to be a provider and um I was on another podcast last week 
who um, is someone she she's um, Jessa Reed. Have you heard of her? Um, it's called awakening, um, orientation, Mm. um, department or something, AOD. And, um, it's about her experience with, uh, she calls it alien school that she had like all these aliens who were teaching her for a while. Um, anyways, it ended up getting brought up for her and she was like, I want to do that. And then, um, now 25 people, or like maybe even more at this point, because I keep getting new emails, like have contacted me and want to do it with me. So now I'm like, oh, I'm quite literally using wave technology mm. with people. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I think that's part of it is like we, yeah, we probably don't understand or they can't I don't know. Sometimes I just think like their thinking or their like thought process is just so much yeah. more grander than ours that like for us like try and explain something to like a dog exactly. <laughs> it's like you're not like you know you can get some stuff like sit stay blah 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 but to, the rest is yeah, like explain, charlie brown yeah. like wah, 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 wah. yeah yeah exactly i think that's why yeah, i brought up good. those words like omniscience omnipotence um omnipresence because that was the the most reassuring piece of it was that they were like you need you don't need to keep trying to understand because you're not able to understand like we have a different perspective than you and just try to like relax a little bit and have a little bit of faith that like we actually know what's going on and you don't need to Hmm. Hmm. it's like comforting and also like (laughs) i'm like but i need to know but i think that's just like the I need to I need to con- like try and control situations, right? So this is very much a like, no, you don't <laughs> have control or like you can't, yeah, uh, you don't have the knowledge. Also, I just want to point out like a couple minutes ago, there was like besides the dog barking, there was like this weird kind of like I don't know talk. The little girl's yes. voice. You didn't hear it. You, you heard it. I heard. Yeah. You didn't hear it. Is, yeah. Or a child's yeah. voice is your son. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah, it was at eighteen yeah. minutes. I'm gonna. Oh, I'll probably have cool. to go back and try and listen. <laughs> so I I heard and because like, then the because then the dog stopped barking after yeah, that. No, I think it was, I think it was while. before the dog stops barking and then it's this that voice sound and it was like a good two three second it was two. a good few seconds that and then it stops awesome. and then the dog starts barking again. What are those called? Are they called EVPs? Yeah, EVPs, I yeah. love those. I mean, if we got one, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Let, me, let me shut the window and then we'll yeah. like know for sure if it happens again. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I thought I wasn't sure if you heard that too. I No, I saw you make a face. Okay. And yeah, I heard it too. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to listen to hear yeah. that. That's so cool. And I'll have to, I'll separate everyone's like audio because sometimes I'll combine audio, but I'll separate everyone's audio to like try and pinpoint like whose mic it came from. That's always like the freakier part. It's like, I hope it wasn't my mic because that means there's a ghost. Like, (laughs) I've got, uh, I can tell you, I can tell you for sure, you all have, all of us have thousands Mm -hmm. of spirits around us. And not all of them are our business, but a lot of them are. That was the most. That was the most uh, fun part of that. I got chills go down my my <laughs> spine and down my left yeah. leg. Because like during that period, everywhere I walked, I was like, "Here is my army." Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. like I I was walking with like a thousand beings that were just like fully supporting me. And every yeah. time I went to sleep, the entire like 
I there's like a common grass area outside our apartment and it was just mm-hmm. filled with um beings just like there for yeah. us and everyone has like a dedicated like army literally mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. rad and I have these cows <laughs> that like I particularly loved during that time period they're just mm-hmm. like ginormous cows that would just like lay down and sit while we slept wow. right outside and the other day I was talking about them and I was like, they're like the ones I miss the most. Like I just want my cows back. It's fine if I can't see the like thousand. Also like every tree is filled with like all these people just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was like, I just want my cows back. They came back. I'm like, oh, nice. yes, for sure. Yeah. Have my cows back. Which we love. And I'm, I, I believe that because, uh, like I said, a brother, I mean, I know all this is anecdotal, so, but, so whoever wants to take it with a grain of salt, although I don't feel like our listeners would. Right. But, uh, <laughs> our, my brother-in-law has talked about him having out of body experience, astral projecting a few times within his house. And the last, the last one that he talked to us about, he said that when he astral projected, he looked outside, like he looked at his window in his bedroom and outside, he said that he could see like just shadows, like, like, uh, yeah, like running back and forth, like just a lot of shadows moving yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, well, that makes sense because that just, that was probably his army yeah. of, you know, yeah. entities. Yeah. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. And they literally have nothing to do unless you ask them. Mm-hmm. So they're super respectful. Yeah. Like, unless you say like, Hey, would you please help out with A, B or C? Like they'll just chill. <laughs> They won't get in, they won't intervene unless you ask them to, which is why when somebody can hear them or see them, they start to be like, oh, will you do this? Will you do this? Will you Mm -hmm. do this? Because they're so excited because you're acknowledging them. Yeah. They can respond. um, And they're just like really bored, I think, a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Yeah, especially like I can imagine people who are more closed off to it and like don't even know that they're there. They're probably like, Jesus Christ, somebody like yeah. just show them yeah. <laughs> that we're here. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. Well, now I'm curious what what you're like the cows. Did they just kind of bring comfort or did they, do they have specific jobs? Like what what do they do? Yeah, uh, they're just like a protective um, like I think they're actually um like from india and they're like those like deity type cows um because they're decorated like that um and i've always had a really strong connection to india for like a reason i could not explain um i just like love learning about india love the like art the clothes the music just everything the food thank you um yeah um when I was little I the only like connection point that was given to me was through Mother Teresa um Mm. and I was obsessed like I made myself like a sari just like the Sisters of Charity wear that's like white with like blue trim Mm. um, and would wear it around so yeah I think they're like um deities um, and I think they are just here to help. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm working on a painting of them right now. So when I finish, I'll send you a picture if you want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, really I, and that's, I, and I love that too. I mean, 
if and if you have like artistic skill you can paint what it is that you're seeing so that people can kind of experience that with you so that's that's cool i i would love to see that look forward to that so um usually once we get to about an hour and we're slightly past an hour because the whole hiccup with the internet thing um I want to check in, make sure that we're good on time, or if there's anything else that you would like to share before we start uh, wrapping up here. Yeah, I mean, I think I could talk about this for hours. Right. It's all so <laughs> fun, and I just I really um, appreciate you all for doing this, for putting it together, for having me on, and for your open hearts. I think, you know, no matter what happens with governments and all of that, I really do believe that, like, souls are real things. And any time that we connect with like openness and love on a soul level, I do think the vibration affects the multiverse. So I really appreciate you both. Yeah, of course. I, I, uh, or Eric, d- did you have any other final thoughts or questions? Or no, anything? I just, it, it's, this has been one of the most, like one of the most interesting episodes to record that we've had in a while. Like, speaking with you and then just everything that's happened you know things that we've experienced and heard and yeah it's been uh, yeah Yeah. it's been a trip it's been a (laughs) wild experience anytime you want another paranormal experience i want to come sit in this corner and we can press record yeah doors opening aliens interfering with internet a little girl's voice or is it yeah evps it's the greatest hi friend (laughs) (laughs) when we need somebody people come through so they find us us. and that's the power of this like interconnected like thousand supporters that we all have that like we really can ask for help and when Mm. you put it out there like I need a guest like there's you know your people connect with my people and it's not hard for them Mm. there's no complication because they are listening and they know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we're both from that same water I was planet, it say. was our, like water planet people that were like, "Hey, let's get another." I'm so excited! <laughs> another Please tell me what you hear yeah. from that person. Like, I would love yeah. to know more. Because that was definitely yeah. I'll have to reach out. No, that was another thing that I was going to say was that like again we needed a guest. We had just talked about not having or not ever having spoken with anybody who's had an NDE before. And Michelle had just spoken about, you know, this water planet thing. And it just so happened someone reached out, someone had an NDE and was from a water planet. So maybe I'm the surveillance and I've just been watching. (laughs) (laughs) I am from the government. I mean, funny, like I know we're ending, but I Mm -hmm. was sworn into the United States Army to be a cryptolingual analyst and have like top secret military clearance. Um, I decided to not go that path. But like, I feel like there was a part of my destiny that was like, maybe, and then maybe it wasn't the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was definitely a pleasure having you on. Yeah. I hope you stay in touch. I think you guys are really rad. Is there anything that you want to promote or talk about or, you know, let people know? like where to find you if they want to um i did just make a website for the other podcast um so it's an experiencer um a n and then experiencer um 
Yeah, because I couldn't figure out I'm like a thousand different things. And I feel like the most again, like I've never related to my name, like who am I? Um, but I do feel like I am having experiences like I'm an experiencer. And that's kind of a term that's used in the ET, um, like people who've had experiences with ETs say they're experiencers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my website. It has a, like all the 20 different jobs that I have on it. <laughs> I have like I a really... YouTube channel about sewing, like, you know, just nice. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, com. All right, guys. Well, that was Gazit Chaya with us. Uh, like I said, it was amazing having them on. Uh, I was, I, I, again, we we always kind of know when an episode is going to be pretty good or we're going to have a good conversation with them. And whenever we do have a guest, we always bounce it off each other. Hey, what do you think about this person, this and that? Uh, I just wasn't expecting all of that stuff to happen. Like, yeah, I lit my candle trying to like block. Uh, well, it worked on my end. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, and actually, I and I didn't say this while we were recording and while everything was happening. It it kind of slightly makes sense that it happened to me. Okay. Uh, because last night my room was full of I don't know what the fuck. Like yeah. I have had a night where I felt like there's people in the room or a, even a person in the room in quite a while. Like I've been sleeping really fucking good, but last night and, and this actually kind of ties into what I was going to tell you or like the funny thing that mm-hmm. happened. Uh, but I would close my eyes and I would just get like the creepiest, like s- off putting like images in my head. Like, uh. eyes, like, and I could not stop thinking about these things. I'm like, I'm not trying. I don't want to think about these these things and like it was just yeah like creepy spooky like unsettling images that kept popping in my head to the point where I woke up Carlos I was like can you hold me because I just felt like I couldn't I put like blanket over my head like and it was just it I nothing was working basically and yeah once once he kind of held held me then I felt better and I knocked out but uh it just felt so jam-packed in my room and again just seeing the most like just awful things that I'm like, I don't like, why is my brain like this never happens? Like, why is my brain mm-hmm. doing um, And I'm not gonna, so this kind of goes into like the funniest thing. Uh, but so Carlos and I went to a place called the oddities and curiosities. It's, mm-hmm. it's I, I want to be a part of it. Era park probably knock on wood will be a part of it. Uh, but they have like taxidermy animals and like everything's, you know, very kind of, edgy maybe goth a little witchy like it's it's that kind of vibe like it, it was kind of funny driving up everyone's dressed in black platform <laughs> shoes like it, it was Super it was a goth. vibe yeah it was a vibe and i had just finished telling carlos like uh that i love reading the negative reviews that this uh event gets because it's always people like we went there and it was just a bunch of like dead animals and uh animals in jars and taxidermy and like satan worshiping stuff and i don't know what and it's like what did you think you were getting into not not saying that anything is like satan worshiping right but there's a lot of like horror movie like stuff too so yes it's like a darker tone to it to an extent i mean if taxidermy makes you feel uncomfortable like that's kind of on you that's not like mm-hmm. that's not satan worshiping kind of thing but anyway so i was telling him that and i was like yeah it's not like all these people are like satan worshipers whatever and then we get into the line to get into the parking garage. It's almost like hail Satan or something. 
Eric, yes. <laughs> but let me tell you it was a license plate of the car right in front of us oh shit okay. uh, but it, so the license plate was ave or av3 where e av3 uh s8n uh was the license plate sorry i'm putting your license plate on blast whoever you are but um but carlos was like what is that like do you think that's on purpose and i was like i don't know i don't know what ave would means like obviously like the second word definitely looks like satan ave yeah like ave maria and, yeah so it but it means it translates to yes oh, that hail hail. yeah and i was like carlos was like what were you just saying i was like i swear to god like like <laughs> i want like i want to be a vendor there but it's because that's like my target demographic like my yeah. like my market target market kind of thing but it doesn't mean that everybody there is like you know uh, yeah but i was just like son of a bitch like i and then sometimes I, sometimes with that too i think people just do it to like for cause reactions. a rise yeah, yeah a thousand percent but uh but yeah i just i thought that was funny and then but yeah unfortunately like after that night or we did this thing during the day and then at night it was like when i was seeing all those things and i'm like i've never i mean i've been around spooky shit like this all the time and i've never had experiences or had those images playing in my head and i'm like is it because i said that over and not over and over but like i was like trying to google it and i was like what what does this say and like i said it i'm like i didn't mean it i'm just you know Mm -hmm. i don't know i just got super paranoid um and then when that happened at night i'm like i'm getting into my own head i think and i just need to sleep and but but the room and that was the other thing too is like i was like nah like whatever is here that's not supposed to be here if anything followed me like fuck off i have like a Mm-hmm. It was funny that Gazit Haya was was saying too that we have like an army of people behind us because that's literally what I was envisioning too last night when I was like no like fuck off like I have this army I was like Archangel Michael like Grandma Grandpa like all, you know all my ancestors all the people that love and care about me like fill this room with like love and light and like push whatever is bringing these images like away kind of thing mm-hmm. and once I kind of and again the room just felt so packed full of people. people. Um, but after I did that and kind of kept like created that like bubble, I guess, of light, then that's when I like knocked out. And I mean, I woke up perfectly fine. I didn't have any nightmares or anything, but I just thought that it was so interesting that, that, that I couldn't not think about it. Like it was, mm-hmm. those thoughts were just like intrusive, right? I guess. Intrusive yeah. thoughts, um, or intrusive images. Cause it wasn't thoughts. It was just images pictures yeah violence know. like just scary things yeah i don't know what do you think was it because i looked at that license plate <laughs> like mm, uh, i i think it may have just like you know i i don't think it's any necessarily anything that you like um it was because you were there i think it may have just been uh like just manifestation type of thing like where maybe you let something that was said get into your head or like it was just like in the back of your head maybe and then you were just kind of thinking about it but i don't think uh i don't know invited anything Mm -hmm. or even oh yeah either way i'm gonna kind of just clear out the house but yeah so that was my funniest like nah it's not like everyone's satan worshipers and it's like (laughs) bam hail satan i was like god damn it (laughs) that's hilarious yeah, but yeah. Whatever. I mean, I I've definitely like when, especially when I've been around people, like who are super like religious or like 
I, it's not that I don't believe in God, but sometimes I just want to like, be like, like, I just want to be like super atheist to them just to like push their Get a reaction. Yeah. 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 And like, so like a hail Satan type of thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people do it not necessarily because they believe in Satan or, you know, if they are Satanists, like I, from what I understand, Satanism isn't even really an evil thing. It's, you know, it's just a different <laughs> set of beliefs. But and so like again, I feel like a lot of people, uh, especially maybe even atheists or people who are like more like goth type, like they they'll really lean into that kind of uh, trope. Yeah, just to fuck with people even more. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't even believe in anything. As far as like, I don't like, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Satan. Like I can't. If I don't believe in God, then obviously I don't believe in Satan because mm-hmm. I feel like you can't you can't really believe in one, in one without but the, not other. the other. Because, like, there was even a movie where – what the fuck was it called? Was it called Devil? It was with Anthony Hopkins, and he was, like – he was a priest, and he, he was, like – dude, it, you have to watch it. It's a fucking good movie. Um, and I kind of, like – I don't want to tell you the end because I want you well, to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of the theme of the movie. So, anyway, uh, yeah, that's that. So, I, I, I – like, I feel like a lot of people do it just to fuck with people. Um. But yeah, I mean, th- this was a crazy episode. Uh, I really want you to go back and listen to that because, dude, because I heard the door open. I was like, what yeah, the fuck did the door, like did somebody walking in or something? And then they bring they uh you know guess each uh Chaya brought up that the door opened the door opened. I was like, yeah. I, I fucking heard it. I just didn't yeah. like since they they didn't react. I was just like, okay, well, I'm not gonna. It wasn't anything. And then they said that the door opened. I was like, I know. I fucking heard it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then, no. That uh-huh. little EVP that yeah. we both heard. Like, uh-huh. I, yeah, I was hearing it. and But then I saw you make the face. I was like, okay, so we're both hearing it. But I was like, oh, well, maybe it's, yeah, the owner of that dog. Or, like, maybe their son is there or something. But yeah. then they're like, nope. And so, yeah. uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to go back and listen to right now when we get off. Yeah. Yeah, cause and cause yeah, cause I, I heard it too, and I was like, I was trying to like listen to what it was saying, yeah. but I I couldn't, and it didn't sound, it did sound like a little girl. Yeah, I was just like, what is that, and why am I hearing it? And is it like interference with something, or is it somebody watching something in the background? Yeah, but you know, if anything, Valeria is either downstairs or she's in the room. She and doesn't our TV sound is like off. a little girl. Oh. No, 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 and our TV is off, so it's yeah. not here on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping you don't hear it on my. Well, that's the fun part, audio. right? Is yeah. is figuring out whose whose audio it came from. Um, if not, I'm going to have to ask my money back for this. For, uh, but this is in a protection candle. It's a February oh, yeah. candle. Oh, there you go. Damn it! I mean, there's amethyst in it, but if you yeah. didn't intend for it no, to be did, a protection I did. candle, I did. oh, you did. I, oh, okay, I, I, I lit it for uh, protection of the house, us, you know, okay. good health, and to let us have a, a good recording and not have any interference. That part didn't really work out. But well, it was my fault. Though, it was again. It wasn't on my end. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do need to get better about. I, well, again, I'm gonna do the whole house, but I'm gonna come to this closet and do the mic and the headphones and my computer and everything, and go do the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, fucking router. thing router. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It was such a lovely conversation. Blech. That was such a lovely conversation. Like I, man, these I don't know these conversations and or just this podcast in general. I feel like is therapeutic in a way mm-hmm. too. Um, just having that connectedness to people and like no judgment and be able to talk about things that like fascinate me or 
that maybe I don't understand, but, or have not experienced, but to hear other people's experiences and things, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. This was, this was a good one. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, if you guys would like to contact us, check out our website at webelievedu.com. On the website, there's a tab where you can find all our social media. So make sure you go like, follow, and share on Facebook or Instagram. There's also a listen tab where you can listen to the show directly on our website or click the link to your favorite podcast listening sites, just Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And if you leave a review, we'll read it here on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab where you can find a variety of designs on t-shirts, caps, and hoodies designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we'll translate those for you. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe. Do you 